Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. As you heard, it is Dan Beyer in for Mike Harmon tonight. And just by judging by the intro, Dan Beyer's going, I agreed to work tonight. Really? Is, is, is this the show we're going to get? Is, I, I agreed to come into work tonight. Uh, I'm leaving all the impressions to you. So you, okay, you, right. you yeah, don't don't even rely on me. It's, it's, it's going to be the worst. You have carte blanche and you can have 100 percent of it. Because I was going to say, you can get five impressions you want right now. Go. Anybody, anybody you want to do. Five well, impressions. I usually could do a Josh Mankiewicz from Dateline NBC. But wow. But trying to say that Very nice. murdered. That's the only one I could do. <laughs> Josh Mankiewicz from Dateline okay. NBC. 
That's it. so random. That's the best. <laughs> we got to get that in the show open. Very nice. Uh, but welcome in. I, I know this is going to be late, uh, you know, for you. Usually you, you get up at the crack of dawn. You normally work during the day and like your day ends when I'm like just waking up. Like I got a cup of coffee and a robe on and you're done going, hey, I'm going home. This is it for me. It's not too bad. It's actually not not too bad. I get the, uh, you know, I get, I get the nice midday sort of shift when I hang out with Doug Gottlieb. And uh, but this is fun. I love being here at night. I love with all the NBA action and, and, and Major League Baseball. I've already got about five Mets texts from Frostburg, <laughs> not even from you. So. So this is going to be a great four hours. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> oh, well, since you did bring up the Mets, let me say they lead the Phillies right now 6-2 as they bat in the top of the eighth inning trying to wash the stink away from that loss last night. Uh, so we will definitely keep you updated every three seconds on the Mets and the Phillies. Uh, but no, but this is like dealer's choice because, you know, it, it's, it's funny that you're doing the show tonight. We had a lot of NFL this hour. We'll get to the latest on Deshaun Watson coming up in a few minutes. we got Amy Dash on the way, Fox Sports 1 legal expert extraordinaire to break down what she's saw today but are, are you doing cartwheels or not because apparently russell wilson is going to be back with the seahawks at least if you trust veteran defensive end carlos dunlap his former teammate who was let go but then couldn't find a new home in a couple of weeks the seahawks brought him back on a two-year deal and he spoke with reporters today on a video conference and he said that hey I said I was coming back if Russell Wilson was going to be back. And I talked to him, and he said, quote, he's with us and here to stay. And he said, let's go, Hawks. I'm not going to quote his every word. These words are not his words verbatim. But these are my explanations of how I interpreted what he said. So there's a little bit of an ish factor there because, you know, maybe I'll be back means I'll be back until I'm traded. But it does sound like, hey, I don't know why Carlos Dunlap would lie about this. And it seems like, all right, Russell Wilson, whatever is going on right now, seems like he's going to be back here for the for the Seahawks. So now, are you happy being the longtime Seahawk fan you are or are you going get him out now? No, no, this is this is what's so crazy. It's because it was never about money. And and I don't know really, Jason, on how much it was about the team getting better. I mean, they're 12 and 4. To me, this was just all about Russ wanting more for Russ. You know, they make the trade for Gabe Jackson. They bring him in from Las Vegas. So he's a piece on their offensive line. Team only has three draft picks. So there's not a lot that they're going to do in the draft. I just never thought he was going to leave in the first place. And I know that you've said it's not going to be this offseason and it may be next season. It makes a lot more sense because, honestly, Jason, if they didn't have Russell Wilson this year, they would be atrocious. And you know who owns their pick next year? Your New York Jets. So there was no way that it was ever going to – he was not going to be back this year. After 2021, I think that there's a lot still in play there. But they couldn't move him because they don't even have – even getting three first-round picks in a trade was never going to satisfy the hole that they dug themselves into by giving up their two number ones uh, for Jamal Adams. You know, the, the two things that come to me off of this is you see the story the way it's now evolving. And, and look, it, I, I can't believe for a second Carlos Dunlap is making something up. I can't believe for a second he's saying something out of school. When, when this first went on with Russell Wilson, I think Russell Wilson thought, I got to throw this out there and I got to throw the hammer down because this year's got to be different. Right, I got mm-hmm. to let it be known that, hey, I don't know what my future is. I don't like getting hit. I'm going to give you this year to get it fixed and get it done. And then things got out of control. 
right? The interview with Dan Patrick, and it just became this whole big thing, and it took on a life of its own. And suddenly, the timeline was sped up a little bit. And notice that's when things kind of started to get crazy, where Russell Wilson's left out of a hype video, and we're getting a list of teams he wanted to go to, and it was back and forth. It was it was very uh, sorted o- over the span for a couple or three weeks. And now we haven't heard anything, and this is the latest thing. Is it? Well, I'm saying I'm back now. So I, I'm, I'm thinking this got away from Russell Wilson, and now slowly yep. he had to be okay with, well, if they trade me, there's where I want to go. Well, guess what? There's not many places for a quarterback now unless there's some kind of huge trade. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm sticking with the initial, hey, Russell Wilson did this after this year. Like his warning was for this year, and then we see where it's at. I always thought that Pete Carroll would, would you know, if anything's going to push this, it's going to be Pete Carroll pushing this because if the Seahawks have a bad year this year, Right, If they have a bad year and it's going to be Pete's way of, of doing things on offense, which is we're going to run the football 40 times a game. Right, Our new offensive coordinator is a guy that loves to run the football. And if this fails, well, right now you can see Pete Carroll's kind of got the, the, the power in the organization to bid over Russell Wilson. If they have a bad season and Russell Wilson doesn't throw the football a lot, doesn't play well, and the Seahawks don't win, that balance of power shifts. And suddenly next offseason, it's not just am I staying or am I going, it's is Pete Carroll staying. So I, I could see it for Pete Carroll's preservation to say, we got to get rid of Russ because now it's me versus him. Sure. And if, if, if we don't have a big year, boy, that's a big risk. I like coaching the Seahawks. Right? I don't want to. He'll go someplace else right away and get a big job, but he likes coaching the Seahawks. He likes being here, likes what he's doing. He's got a great thing going up there. So that's why I always thought if it's going to be pushed, it's going to be from Pete Carroll because Russell Wilson has not done what you need to do if you want to get traded, and that is go nuclear and go James Harden press conference. This is not worth it. I'm dropping the mic. I'm walking away because that's your way out. And Russell Wilson, because he's a nice guy and wants his image to be be what it is has not gone down that road now he could still do that and that's the nuclear option that's okay I do this and say I am done this is untenable I've had great years here it's time for me to go someplace else then he winds up getting traded but then you look like the bad guy Russ is very confident and, and yeah. very conscious about his image so until he does that the Seahawks are going to let this play out and let it keep going and, and see where they can go with it because that's yeah, if you're a superstar and you want out you got to go if you go that James Harden route that's going to get you out anything short of that it's not going to get you out very calculated. There's, there's no doubt that's who Russell Wilson is. And, and, and your point is, is, is well made. What's unique about the Seahawks and Pete Carroll's situation is, you know, Paul Allen passed away a couple of years ago. And I, I've equated the Seahawks setup to one that's similar to in uh, New Orleans. When Tom Benson uh, passed away, Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton had this immense uh, amount of power within that organization because they were the ones that have been there. And I actually think it's similar to what John Schneider and Pete Carroll have in Seattle. Pete just got a contract extension through uh, 2025. Schneider got one through 2027. So for us to try to press those guys in the you know beginning of 2021 – you know, to me, it was a very dangerous move, and I think he miscalculated. And to your point about going nuclear, if you want to get moved, giving a list of just four teams that you'd like to go to isn't nuclear, you know, especially when three of them were never really realistic. So I, I don't know what the gain was all of this. A lot of football players are, have that weird state of mind, you know, a month removed from the season. Brett Favre every year wanted to retire. Then, you know, spring uh, summertime came around and then he wanted to play again. I think the, the Super Bowl and the adulation that Tom Brady got is probably something that Russell Wilson wanted a little bit of. And I think that's also why you saw it uh, happen over the 
those weeks after the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, because you, you saw guys like Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson to an extent before his legal issues go, you know, how come no one's talking to me? How comes no one's building around me? You know, Watson says, I'm the franchise, one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. Aaron Rodgers is saying, I've been one of the top five quarterbacks in the league for over a decade now. Russell Wilson's saying, I'm one of the top quarterbacks. No one's listening to me. Look at what just happened with Tom Brady. Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay. They try to fit him into Bruce Arian's system. It doesn't work. They break things down during the bye week, and basically it's, okay, Tom, what are you comfortable with? And boom, look at what happened to the Bucs in their offense, and they took off from there. Those guys, I agree. They should. Hey, do you see what's going on here? Why, why are you not building around your great talent? Why are you not building around a guy that's carrying your team? Why are you not listening to me? So I understand the concerns of those players, and, and you know that's kind of where it got out of control for Wilson a bit because I, I completely get why he's mad. Why are you going to – you're really going to try to run the – when they said we want to run the football, they didn't have a good running back on the roster. All right, They still didn't bring Chris Carson back or nothing. You didn't have any, how are you going to run the football? You, you're suddenly going to say, hey, our best player and our quarterback, we're going to take the ball out of his hands? I get it if he's a quarterback like Jared Goff where you get diminishing returns and everything else like that. But Russell Wilson is one of the top playmakers in the NFL, and that's how you're going to win? You're going to you're, you're gonna, you're gonna take his position and, and make it not as important? I'm scratching my head, too, if that's the case. You know, it's interesting because when you talk about your scenario – uh, of what's you know what's ahead and what could happen after the 2021 season, that is really a a, a big a, a a big time and, and to your point a big a big moment in the Seahawks organization and to your point about letting Russ cook like he did in the first half and then running the ball. I also think Pete Carroll didn't want to have the NFL's worst all-time defense on his resume known as a defensive coach I don't think that he wanted even if it meant them winning games and continuing to do that I don't think that he wanted that on his resume but to your point of as we look ahead and see how this plays out and how this could turn the reason why next year is also a pretty big deal is because that's the year that DK Metcalf can start to get his contract extension and are you going to pay DK Metcalf, who is probably going to ask for top dollar as an NFL wide receiver? Are you willing to pay him that money and not make sure that your quarterback is fully in place or your quarterback is fully happy? After 2021, I think it's going to be more interesting than what we've had you know, since the end of Super Bowl 55, because that's when that decision has to be made. Either, you know, Russell Wilson then is maybe a little bit more tradable, to, to your point. The Seahawks will have a first-round pick uh, after or in the 2023 draft. Like there's, there's a lot to happen in the spring of 2022 that is going to really set up where the Seahawks are. It just really, when you step back and look at how things were, to Carlos Dunlap's point, it was never going to happen this offseason. No, but look, I'm here. If you know people in the Seahawks, I've been brokered to make this offer. We'll just give you back the first round picks you gave us for Jamal Adams and you give us Russell Wilson and we're all set to go. Right. That's how that, that, and it turns out to be Jamal Adams for Russell Wilson you know, straight up. That's what the trade turns out to be. When you say like six first rounders, I know it's absurd, Jason, but that's like that's not that's not awful. Like, like, or that's not like unrealistic when you think about how much it could set back set back that organization and where they are right now. That's why like the Niners trading up and getting number three was just as good of a deal as the Bears offered the Seahawks. Like people are like, oh my gosh, look at what the Bears offered. It's like, look what the Bears offered. Like (laughs) when you really break it down, it wasn't even close to what you would need to get uh, to give the Seahawks for Russell Wilson. 
Twitter at How About a Fresca, uh, Dan at Dan Byer on Fox, the Jason Smith with Mike Harmon, Dan in for Mike tonight. Uh, so we'll have more on Russell Wilson throughout the night. You never know. He could demand a trade, you know, in 10 minutes. It could happen. Uh, but nope. A bit, oh, yeah, sure. Like I'm saying, the two picks you gave us, you know, we'll give it right back to you. And then we can get nope. Devontae Smith at number two. Or, yeah, it'll be awesome. And then then I'll be excited, you know, and then somebody else can, you know, can wind up drafting uh, Zach Wilson to work out. <laughs> That's all I don't know. I don't know what you they would think. They would have no idea what to do with a top ten pick, Jason. Josh, I'm like, oh my gosh, I could trade this for ninety picks. Well, oh. that's the whole thing. Your team, and, and here's the thing: the Seahawks, you are, you are one hundred percent inequipped, ill-equipped to deal with this situation. The way this is, has has just spun out of control from the beginning. It's like they had no way. How do we handle this? We have no idea. We have no idea how to. How to uh, I, I don't know what to do. Do we talk to Russ? Do we not talk to Russ? Do we say we love him? Do we not say we love him? Do we put him in the hype video? Do we not put him in the hype video? What? What? Like they, they have every, every time I have looked to say, oh, are they going to make the right move? And and Pete Carroll just looks like a guy who just, I, I don't know what to do. I, I really don't. I think they played it well, but you know, well, because they didn't really do anything. They, they just let it kind of pass. <laughs> We're going to let, let it, go. it kind of pass. Yeah. yeah. We're going to do nothing. We're going to do nothing and hope it solves itself. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're going to card sharks it and freeze. That's oh, what they're yeah, going to yeah. do. <laughs> there's, you know, there's a couple of girls that I dated when I was younger, and I was always horrible at the breakup, right? I was always really bad at it because I never wanted to have a con- – look, and I've been broken up with as many times as, as I broke up. I'm, I'm not saying like I, had, I kept a record. You know, like, oh, hey, well, I'm 6-2 and two now. Whoa, I'm 9-3. and three. No, but whenever it came time, like if I knew I wanted to break up, it was the worst thing I could do is to have that conversation. It was awful, and, and I was like, I just don't – so what I'm going to do is just like not do anything for like a few days and 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 see if you know if 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 things solve itself right because I I'm just not going to call her for a couple of days and, and, and just see and and see if that solves itself. It was a horrible, but I, you know I was young. I didn't know. I felt bad about telling somebody. Hey, I don't, I don't know that I want to see you. It's not really working. Meanwhile, as I get older, I'm like, well, of course that's the number one thing you should do is you say, listen, this is not you know working for me or whatever it you know however it is, and you talk to them, and you have an honest conversation. But boy, I I feel like that's what people. Carol's doing. I'm just going to not do anything and, uh, you know, just go about my business and I'll, you know, build ships yeah. and I will do some stuff around the house and I'm going to put a new coat of paint on and then I'll get on the internet and see if everything is okay. Oh, look at that. Hey, it worked. Hey, Russell Wilson's apparently coming back. Carlos Dunlap said it. All right. Glad we re-signed Carlos. Now that's over. I mean, that, that's oh. kind of what he did. How'd you get that ship in that bottle, Pete? That's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Getting set to join us now on the hotline, the official legal analyst at CBS Sports Radio. Also, we're here with us at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you know, when I when I emailed her today, Dan, to get her to come on the show, I said, hey, can you come on? And she said, yes, the Knicks don't play tonight, so I can absolutely come on and talk with you. <laughs> it is friend of the show, Amy Dash. You can follow her on Twitter, <laughs> at Amy Dash TV. Because uh, I've always worried, Amy, like if the Knicks are playing, I mean, I know where your loyalty is like, because, hey, I'm right there with you. Exactly. But you know what? I'm really happy even after that loss to the Nets. I thought they played fantastic. I mean, granted, the Nets were missing some of their star players, but still, it was good enough for me. Yeah, because eventually we're going to get, you know, we lost by 50 last time we played him. Now we lost by two. You know, it's, it's like Little League. Hey, we're getting better as the season Progress. goes on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was so close. We, could, we actually could have won that one. That was what was so exciting about it. I mean, imagine if we had won against the Nets. That would have been amazing. Mm. Can, I, can I ask a quick question? 
question to both of you. What's it going to be like to have uh, Knicks basketball in May this year? I mean, gosh, it's got to be like odd, right? I mean, I know it's still reg- – I'm sorry. I know I took two out with one shot. I just <laughs> – not used to it in May. Just Yeah, no. I know what you did there. Yeah, I'm saying, you, I, I'm saying, you jerk, you're just saying, no, you're going to have because regular season's playing. We will at least be in the play-in game, okay, smart guy? All oh, right, we're true. at least going to be in that play-in round. Fair enough. Watch. Fair enough. Be there. Yeah, I, I don't know. I still have, I'm holding out hope. Amy, here, n- next time you're in L.A., I'll tell you where Dan Byer's car is parked. You can keep okay. it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> boom. Just key in with a Knicks logo. No, listen, I have a reputation to maintain. I'm the legal analyst, so I would not be doing anything like that. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I figured legally you'd know how to get out of it. You could say, oh, no, no, this, this is what actually happened, and it would, would, kind of do, would turn out that way. That's the true. Logo. Yeah, if I was deceptive, yeah, that would work fantastic. <laughs> All right, well, hey, well, let's get to Deshaun Watson today. Today was a very big day. We saw the press conference uh, featuring lawyer Tony Busby, who had two women of the 22 who have filed lawsuits against Deshaun Watson alleging sexual assault. Ashley Solis, one of the women, she spoke. It was very powerful to hear these women speak today. What was your big takeaway right off the bat? You know, you saw this, and the first thing you thought after you seeing this was what? Well, uh, my really big takeaway was that he revealed that at least one other woman has filed a criminal complaint and that there may be more to come. That's what he indicated. So so woman that you heard speak, she was very powerful. And as a reminder, you know, obviously he's innocent until proven guilty. But she was compelling. She was crying. And she was saying that she was assaulted and harassed by Deshaun Watson. But if you look at her criminal complaint, it centers around indecent assault, which was that she's alleging that he touched her with his genitals. But that in and of itself would be a misdemeanor. So even though she filed a criminal complaint, right, if you're looking at this like from a broad picture point of view, a misdemeanor like that could, could technically be pled down to like nothing, to like probation. So even though it was like very dramatic, if you're thinking about what's the consequence, well, it could go the civil route and she could get money if she wins, but she didn't ask for money. She asked for like $500. So really, the worst-case scenario on that is that he serves up to a year in jail, which I don't even think is likely, and that's if he's convicted, and that's if the prosecutor brings charges. So what's interesting to me is who were the other people that filed a criminal complaint? At least one other person and more could. Now, if you have a criminal complaint filed that alleges some of the things that I saw in the civil lawsuits, which was like forced oral sex or something that would rise to the level of a felony, then you're getting into serious territory. So I'd be interested to see who else has filed a complaint. How does the uh, accusation by Watson's attorneys that, that she wanted hush money uh, in February when they were talking about a settlement, how much does that help or hurt Deshaun Watson's case? I think it helps his case. However, it's not... Unusual. I mean, for him to call it hush money, that's what Rusty Harden is branding it. But really, to ask for a settlement can be read two ways. And so what, um, what Busby is saying is, listen, we, yes, we asked for money to compensate this alleged victim for what she went through in order to allow her to avoid having to go through what she's going through now. You know, playing this all out in the media, having to come forward, all of the criticism that goes along with that, um, and and just the, the trauma of having to cooperate and potentially have to testify on the stand. So really, I don't think you can run it, definitely read it one way or the other. I think it's open to interpretation. 
Now, one thing you said, Amy, you had a tweet earlier today about in your reading of the Busby presser is that they are basically discreetly accusing Deshaun Watson of trafficking women locally and nationally. Can you explain that? Because people are trafficking women and, and, and their heads go in all different places. What, what did you mean by that? Yeah, I mean, so first of all, Tony Busby had this human trafficking expert and survivor there. And she basically was... I mean, she was just saying some crazy things, but what she was really inferring was that 21 women, she called it prostitution. She said it doesn't matter whether it's from a wealthy empire or not, but she basically said if you're hiring people to do one job, only to have them come in and practice something else other than that job and get paid for it, that she wouldn't stand for that. Tony Busby wouldn't stand for that. And there were other clues, basically, that Busby had in the uh, presser, one of them being, you know, that he was really, really hammering home this fact about how Deshaun Watson had allegedly brought some woman in from Atlanta to Houston, and he was saying, listen, she was flown in, he paid for it, she took an Uber to the hotel, he paid for it. So basically, he's talking about, you know, transporting somebody in. Now, if the purpose of Deshaun Watson activities, if they're true, was to go onto Instagram as, as the pattern is alleged, and to reach out to these women and to essentially recruit them to come and give him a massage, and then once he gets them in the room, he coerces them or he forces them, which is what all of the complaints basically allege. They all allege some form of coercion or, or force or fear to the victim in order to get them to perform some sort of a sexual act at the end of it, and then he pays them money. That technically under the law, if proven, could classify human trafficking. It's basically you're giving a benefit to somebody to do something sexual, sort of like forced prostitution, and you don't need movement even to, to classify for that. You could have that happen completely locally, domestically, in the context of somebody that's hired to do a job, and you recruit them to do that job, but really what you're trying to recruit them for is to perform sexual acts, and they are forced and coerced into doing so. Amy, how well did uh, having uh, the alleged victim speak today, how much did that help uh, their cases? And do you think that Tony Busby will have more of these press conferences with possible alleged victims? I think he may. It depends on how many other women decide to come forward. I think it definitely helped them if you're looking from a PR point of view. I mean, the court of public opinion, I think it was really damaging to have her, you know, come out and be so emotional about what happened to her, talk about how she's traumatized, um, what, she, what, what allegedly happened to her, I should say, and, and talk about, you know, how she's having panic attacks, how she can't conduct massage therapy, how she is living a nightmare, essentially, is what she was saying. And, you know, the NFL released a statement after that saying that it was deeply disturbing and that they're monitoring everything and they're conducting their own investigation. And Busby has said that he's cooperating with them. And he also said he's cooperating with other investigative authorities, which also leads me to believe that maybe he is involving the feds in all of this. Amy Dash with us, Fox Sports Radio, CBS legal analyst with us here, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen, Dan Beyer in for Mike tonight. All right, so now after today, while this is still going to be going on, we still may get, as you said, we get some people actually going to the police or going forward. We're waiting to see how this goes. The ball's kind of in the NFL's court right now. And, you know, they've been kind of sitting back and waiting to see how this, how this plays out. After today, after seeing these women and seeing this press conference, uh, what ha- what, does the NFL have to act right now? Is he going to be put on the exempt list? What do you see happening? 
I see them waiting because a criminal complaint has been filed, so I think they need to wait that out. They can gather their own information in their investigation, but I think if they were to come out and do anything or say anything, which, listen, they could, but I think if they were to do that, then it would interfere with the criminal investigation. And I think that's the last thing they want to do. But of note is that during the presser today, Busby was even inferring that maybe he thinks there should be some liability for the Texans or for the NFL. You know, the quarterback coach, Quincy Avery, he's got messages up now that he's publicly released that the quarterback coach who he says was referring at least one woman for a massage, uh, to Watson to give a massage. He has this QB coach asking one of the women for her Instagram account to show Watson. He's saying that Watson borrowed a massage table from the team. And then he said, you know, the team really should have at least been asking questions if you see this guy or you have knowledge that this guy is going and trying to recruit so many masseuses. So I think it's a stretch. I don't think he would win if he were to touch them as a defendant, but he was definitely implying, you know, that some sort of accessory here to what was going on, that, that either the NFL or the Texans or at least one of the Texans employees knew what was going on. You know, the, the, these topics are just i mean it's they're 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 tough to deal with but i i i love talking with you amy about this because my questions usually when i'm asking people you know about sports stuff i have my own opinion or my own thoughts these are literal questions that i don't know the answer to and so here's another one about the masseuse that they that rusty harden in that that list of masseuses that they named and then busby saying that they had contradictory information about that is that a big deal about one person being in support of watson but then now busby's team saying we have more information about that. How does that affect uh, the list that Rusty Harden released last week? So I think that that was actually one of the more damning pieces of information that he released. And I think a lot of the evidence really doesn't show directly what happened. I don't feel that most of it is strong if you were to go just based on some of these direct messages where he's organizing massages and and or apologizing for making someone feel uncomfortable. I don't think that necessarily would prove assault. So really it's a he said, she said that at this point. However, when you have a woman who comes out and identifies herself and publicly supports him and says that he was nothing but the utmost professional, and then you show a message that allegedly came from her that says, I told you I stopped working with him because I, I was hearing that he was messing with people, and I told him to be careful, and I hope nobody calls me to question me. Well, there, you know, I feel like in and of that message, you could completely discredit that person. And then also at the same time, if you're a lawyer, cast doubt on what some of these other women were saying who came out to support him. So I think that was one of the more damning pieces of evidence that came out. Hey, lastly, I mean, this is part of conversation that I have when, when we talk about this with my friends or, or, or relatives. And with, you know, we talk about the Sean Watson case. And I always come back to, you know, the one thing that, that really just sticks in, in my head is that in all of this, you have 22 women who have accused him of, of some sort of, of misconduct. And not one have we heard them, have we heard Rusty Harden say he doesn't know who these women are. And, and I don't know if that's something that I'm making too much of a big deal of it, but it's like for someone who said I have to go to a new masseuse because my, my masseuse wasn't working during COVID, and now here's now, what, 40 masseuses that he's worked with apparently because you had 22 who were bringing uh, uh, charges against him and 18 who said he's been fine. I mean, who has 40 masseuses? I mean, well, really, who goes to 40 different people? I think you're right. People? 
Yeah, no, I think you're definitely right. And actually, today, Busby said that he believes it was up to 50. He said he turned five people away, that he just didn't feel that he could sustain their cases for one reason or the other, and they were also massage therapists. So up to 50, potentially. And then they are saying that most of these people he reached out to, allegedly, on Instagram or Snapchat. So basically, they have, you know, so at least on Instagram, they have the messages where he's coordinating these things. Um, so it's really interesting. And listen, another thing I wanted to say before we go with the NFL, you know, I don't know if you remember, but back in 2010 with Ben Roethlisberger, he was accused of rape and it was a civil suit. And even though, you know, he ended up settling, he still got a four-game suspension. So when you're asking, like, what can the NFL do, the NFL – that was one person, right? So if you have over 20 people, I mean – the NFL is calling it deeply disturbing. Even if there's no criminal charge, criminal conviction, even if he settles all these suits, I think if he's going to even stay in the league and stay on the field, he's going to be in for a very long suspension if these women cooperate, which I hear they are. You can follow her on Twitter at Amy-TV. That's at Amy-TV, Fox Sports Radio legal analyst. Uh, as I always say, I think she's the smartest person in the world, and you, know, you heard oh. a lot of that in the last few minutes. I mean, except for being the Knicks fan, because you know, that's something oh, you I and I both Oh, I was going to say were, the opposite. Yeah, I was going to say, you think that. I'm the smartest in the world because <laughs> I love the Knicks so much. <laughs> Amy, as always, thanks so much. I know it's a difficult thing, but great stuff as always. We'll talk Thank soon. Thank you. Sounds great. Thanks for having me. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. 
Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL draft? Well, guess what? I have you covered on the three and out podcast with me, John Middlecoff. I need you to go subscribe right now because we're talking the draft. We're talking Zach Wilson. We're talking Justin Fields, Mac Jones. Is he really going to go to the 49ers? I have it all covered. I used to scout in the NFL and now I talk about football on the three and out podcast. Go subscribe right now. Tonight in Major League Baseball, uh, we got into this a little bit earlier with John Paul Morosi, and right now it seems like the Padres may have dodged a bullet, uh, but that question around Fernando Tatis Jr. is still going to be around forever, and this is why I go back to what I said a couple months ago, is that you can't pay a guy that kind of money before a certain amount of time has passed, right? So Fernando Tatis Jr., last night we saw the wild swing he had, and he winds up with a a shoulder subluxation, which is something you try to say three times fast, and we'll have to get dumped and we'll get fined. Uh, It's a partial dislocation of his shoulder joint. Right now, uh, uh, GMAJ Preller said that he's going to be put on the 10-day injured list. Right now, it doesn't look like he's going to need shoulder surgery. Now, we laid off of this part of it last night, Dan, for a bit, because it was new. It was Tatis. Look, he's exciting. He's young. He's everything Major League Baseball needs. But when they signed him to that $340 million deal, I said it was a bad idea at the time because of two things. When you see somebody get paid $300 million a year, they fall into the, to the, to the same category of being in their mid-20s and being players that have shown that they're going to be stars year in and year out, and they're going to be healthy. 
Those are the two things. This is why Bryce Harper gets $330 million when he's 26. It's why Francisco Lindor gets 341 when he's 27. Because the guys have shown, I'm going to be in the lineup 145, 150 times a year, and I'm going to give you great numbers and great OPS, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a great war every single year. And you can count on me and pencil me in the lineup and build your team around me. All right, a guy like Tatis hasn't played. He played the equivalent of one season. He played 84 games in 2019. He played 59 games in the, the short season last year. He's got, he's got shoulder issues. You don't know if he's going to be healthy. He has not proven that he's going to be able to play like this for a long period of time or proven that he can stay healthy just because he doesn't have the track record. And this is not, well, you're trying to, yeah. you're trying to get, get into the, uh, you know, try to predict the future. No, it's just okay, if you're going to pay somebody that kind of money, you want to know that you can count on them to stay healthy and count on them for those numbers and neither of those things were Tatis if it was a deal in the in the realm of the Ronald Acuna deal right where the Braves said hey listen we don't have to pay you for a while but we'll give you 10 years and 100 million you're going to do great the first five years of this deal we're going to do great the last five years of this deal that's the kind of deal you sign a guy who's 20 years old to because hey this really helps you now it'll really help us later but you give a guy 340 million dollars when you don't even know what kind of player he's going to be and 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 now you're wondering what's this shoulder situation going to be like is he going to what kind of season is he going to have how's this going to affect his career if this is something that is going to wind up being something that's with him. You just don't know, and every time something happens, he goes out there, you hold your breath, because not only is he just one of your great players, now he's one of your great players that's young that you don't know about that you gave a lot of money to, and, and that's why I, I looked at this deal and happened, and I said... This is, this, this is not a smart deal at this time. And this is just showing you one of the concerns about why this deal was such a, a, a tough time to do it. No, nothing that you said there was wrong. But can you blame the Padres? Like, like I, it's, it, it's the only thing that I just look at of that, at that franchise in trying to, you know, trying to uh, it not even it's not relevant again. But when you think like this is your opportunity, when you've been, you know, searching for, you know, my goodness, you know, since Tony Gwynn of, of having someone, you know, can we blame them? I, I, you know, your, your point about the Braves and the Acuna deal is is well put because it's not the Tatis deal if I mean best case scenario is you know Tatis is making what 36 million in in the uh, the latter four years or each of the last four years of the deal it's you know a lot of money who knows how much money it's going to be back then you know I, I I don't know if you could say it's split that way it's very favorable to Fernando Tatis but again I just go to the point where you know the for who the Padres have been and what the dream of what Tatis could be is just the the, the issue that I have is like I can't blame them for doing it. Like I, I understand and I know it's the cost of business. You know the Cardinals knew something about pool holes. You know they they they, they knew something was up. The Angels are like, hey, we'll sign him. You know he's going to be our guy. When you got someone who's 22 years old and who's on the verge of maybe being the face of baseball, I guess I just can't blame San Diego considering where they've been. It's my only defense of them because what you're saying is true. I can't disagree with any of it. But just with the franchise of where they are, it's just difficult for me for them to even, you know, even consider playing hardball with a talent like that. And well, they don't have to play hardball for a while. 
Well, let me throw it out there to you with this part of it. The Jason okay. Smith Show with Mike Harmon, Dan Byron for Mike. They wanted to do something for him, and I get it, right? You want to be able to say, this is our guy. But they went so over the top with it. Right? Even if you say 10 years and $100 million and Tatis' reps say, come on, man. Okay, how about five years and $100 million? Okay, now you're talking. All right, you mm-hmm. want to get $20 million a year for when, when you can look and say, okay, this is how much we would make in the next couple of years. Then this is how much we're going to make here. That's something. That, okay, and now you have your franchise guy for at least the next five or six years. But you don't know where your team is going to be in the next yeah. five or six years. The Padres, what do they do? Every couple of years, it's we're going to go with the rookies, and that doesn't work. Now we're going to go with the veterans. That doesn't work. Now they seem to have figured it out. They got a great staff. All their young players came up, and they're all contributing. I I mean, this is a terrific, terrific team, but you don't know where your economics are going to be in, 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 five, in five years. And let's say you're at the point where it's like, boy, you know, Tatis has been good, but, you know, boy, he's going to cost a lot of money. We're not at a point where we can afford it. We want to go in another direction. You have more flexibility when you're, you hit five years from now saying, OK, well, he's coming up. Hey, we, it was great. Now, hey, how about five more years and two hundred million dollars or, or whatever it is? You're still going to wind up giving him the same amount of money over the six or se- you know, seven year span. But you're going to do it in a way that if something happens and you need to move on or it's better for both parties, if you move on, you have the opening to do it. Now you're locked in. And if he doesn't turn into a great, great player, who is healthy all the time, boy, the rest of this contract, it's, it's, it's going to be really bad. I mean, you think about how bad the A-Rod contract was for the Yankees. That was just two years. I mean, remember how bad the mm-hmm. – that was like, oh, my goodness. That was only – it felt like it was 10 years, but that was two years for A-Rod, and he retired before the end of it because, you know, I'm not going to go out and embarrass myself anymore. I mean, that's the whole thing is they could have taken care of him. They could have – hey, like I said, five years and $100 million. We could have done that for you, and he would have said, yes, yeah, sign me up. I would have done that. And you would have had your franchise play. You would have still sell celebrated and you still could have said all right if something happens then we still have a we have an exit ramp now there's no exit ramp in this the 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 issue that i look at with the padres is where does it pay off because it pays off in best case scenario right i mean i mean seriously like if if tatis becomes and it stays perfectly healthy becomes the face of the padres and then, really, Jason becomes the face of Major League Baseball. I mean, heck, he's on you know ML, the cover of MLB the show uh, this year's the 21 edition. So there's you know, there's ground rules of that. But best case scenario is that happens, and and, and like. Right, I mean, like the best case scenario is all that happens, and then you've paid him justifiably to that point. There's no point to to what you're saying. There's no discount except early on for the Padres, but their hope is that everything plays down the road. But I would also say it's more about Tati, or more than just about Tatis. It's about that franchise. It's about that city that no longer even has a football team there. That, you know, so so locking him up, I think, was so much more than just locking up their future star. And it's not meant to be a knock on Ronald Acuna by any means, but it just, to me, Tatis Jr. just meant more to the Padres uh, at this point, maybe more so than any other player to their, to their franchise. I don't know, maybe Juan Soto could be a different deal with the Nationals. Who knows? But for how much he meant, it's why I just can't blame them. May not be the best deal in the world, um, and it may best case scenario may you know have to play out that way. But it's just difficult for me to blame them. Everything you said is spot on. It's just tough for me to you know blame the Padres. 
Jason Smith, Dan Beyer here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so now let's just run opposite sides of that. Let, let's take a look at this part of it now. So he's, he hurts his shoulder during the, the exhibition season, and he sits out for a couple of days, and he comes back. And then clearly he starts the regular season, and he's not the same guy. And you wonder what's going on. and Because, he, he he, look, getting to watch all the West Coast baseball we do here on the show, it's clear to tease He's pressing a little bit. He just didn't look like he was his normal comfort, free-swinging, free free-playing player. And then he gets hurt with the the shoulder dislocation, which happens on a swing. And I see that and I go, ooh, this wasn't something where this came out of nowhere. You know, he was hurt Mm -hmm. and now he hurts the same part of his body again a very short time later. If, you know, I get that he wants to play and the Padres want him to play, but someone's got to throw the emergency break and go, okay, you know what, Fernando, you, you may not be 100%, and I know it's opening day, and I know we want to play, and the excitement level for this season has been through the roof because the Padres have a lot of plans, and they have a great team. And I'm telling you, Dodgers-Padres this year is going to be like Lakers-Clippers. It's going to be that much of a must-see baseball, and I, I get that. But at some point, I think you have to sit back and go, maybe sit out a few days here. So I mean, it, it's if it's five or seven days at the beginning of the season, and 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 you get into what's going on, and we strengthen your shoulder a bit and sit sit out, uh, maybe that's the right way to go. Because I I can't help but think he went out there injured, and they knew he was banged up, and they said, okay, if he wants to play through it, we're gonna let him play through it. Yeah. If they if they keep him out too long, it's almost a here we go again. You know, so I I think they're caught between a rock and a hard place in a little bit. It, should they play the long game? Sure, but they've given them a contract that's so long that they could probably play the long game and you know have it be just minimal when it comes to the contract. But yeah, everything is about this season. I mean, it's about taking down the Dodgers. It's about that rivalry that you talk about, and that's the the difficult part of it. I mean, the doctors know more than me. They say that they you know would risk no further injury to it if he continues to play. But if this was an issue in the spring, now it ends up being an issue again. It very, very, you know, you're walking on thin ice there a little bit. Padres kind of put themselves in this case, though. Again, I'm not blaming them for the contract, but this is, to your point, this is all about taking down the Dodgers. This is about winning the NL West. This is about arriving, and you are going to need Fernando Tatis Jr. to do that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I bet you didn't know you needed the Sam Darnold house party story, but video that made its way around today, the night that Sam Darnold got traded away from the Jets, he was at a house party. And there's video of him. He walks in. He kind of waves to the camera. Someone taking video with a camera phone. And there's a spread. There's probably about eight or ten people total in the house. It's a pretty big house. And he puts on a Carolina Panthers hat, and he's all smiles. I'll tell you, that's a house party I like, Dan Byer. When I go in, there's not a lot of people, and there's a lot of food. That's like my kind of house party. I, I can spread out on a couch and not have to worry. Don't give me a lot of people. I'm not 23 years old and single anymore. I'm like, I want to meet. No, no, give me a lot of room and a lot of food and a comfortable place to sit, that's my kind of house party. <laughs> oh, man. It's its truly amazing that usually when, when guys get traded, it's like, oh, man, this is this is new. I mean, I have no idea where, where I'm going to live. You know, we just settled down in a place. 
but instead Donald gets a celebration <laughs> with a with a great feast. It's not even Jason. It's not even like like to your point of like how much food. I think that tells you on like how much you want to celebrate. Because if it's not a big deal, you're probably just getting a few things. But because of the spread, to your point of a lot of food, you know, not a lot of people shows how excited they were to. I'm sorry, it's not be a Panther. You know, it's to no longer be a Jet. Yeah, if you were getting traded to the Jets, your party would be Budweiser and napkins. <laughs> but you're traded away from the Jets, and look at all the spread we got, man. We got food from seven different places. This is exciting. There were there were Panthers colored balloons there. Hey, I'm not a Jet anymore. I don't have to fake it. This this is great. Oh, man. <laughs> can, you, can you hand me another napkin? I spilled my bud. <laughs> Sorry, we only got a six-pack, Charlie. I got to um, go play for the Jets, man. You know, oh. that's the thing about Darnold is that this is – because, look, he, he's a good dude. He knew how to handle New York, and people felt sorry for him. And this is where this whole narrative of, you know, somebody else can fix Sam Darnold. Ah, uh, you know, the guy was really bad. There's a difference between being a good guy and being a really good quarterback. You know, I'm from the Jim Beheim philosophy. I just want to win. I don't care who plays. All right? And, and that's kind of where I'm at. And Darnold – what. The you know the the point of 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 having Sam Darnold be the quarterback at USC and then not correct his problems that's my biggest issue Jason is that he was a guy that turned the football over at USC and now what does he do to the NFL continues to turn the football over blame the Jets all you want but that's also kind of been the mo of Sam Darnold even when he entered the NFL you know that that's the thing is that he. Is I can't even say he's the same quarterback because in in a year where everybody's throwing touchdowns, we throw the most touchdowns. The guy throws, you know, he couldn't even have it. He didn't have a three hundred yard game this year. Two hundred yards. I mean, not even in blowout games when guys can throw for three hundred because you're losing thirty five to three. I mean, it's it's like the 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 proportion of how bad I feel for him. It's like his talent level rises the same way. Like the more pity you felt for him, the better he was as a quarterback. And it's like. That's not the guy I saw every single game for the last three years. So many quarterbacks are going, I wish I had the excuses made for me that people are making for Sam Darnold. Oh, my God. Jimmy Garoppolo's going, how does that? I actually went to a Super Bowl and everybody hates me. And this guy has, he's the lowest rated quarterback in the league the last two years. And everybody's like, oh, we could fix him. He could come here and take my job. I mean, that's what, that's what I can't wrap my mind around. I, you know, I thought to myself, I was removed. I'm like, it wasn't that bad for Darnold in 2020, was it and then I remembered I had to start him in some two quarterback leagues and it was that bad like you know say what you people people want to talk about like oh fantasy football is not real football when you have Sam Darnold in a two quarterback league there it, it doesn't get real you know I, I mean yeah that's the real deal Holyfield right there <laughs> that's who you have to feel bad for those Sam Darnold two quarterback league owners Woo. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd, cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. At- 